All right, we are live for a Friday edition of the Mike and Mario Show. Excited to be back. Looking forward to connecting and finding out, uh, you know, what's going on in these crazy in this crazy world. But before we do that, Mario, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, Mike. And you? I am so, not bad at all. Excited to uh, be back. Took a couple of days off just to unplug and unwind. <laughs> and so back behind the microphone, looking forward to connecting and just uh, navigating these choppy waters, my friend. Um, but hope, hope everyone's doing well. Those tuning in, as always, throw out some questions or whatnot in the chat, and then we'll definitely get those answered as we go throughout the show. So, Mario, man, what do you want to start off at? <laughs> it looks like the metals is doing I, I, some I, things right now. Yeah, the metals are picking up a little bit. They're breaking through key technical levels, especially gold through 1800. Yeah. Uh, what I wanted to talk about today, though, is uh, the Fed a little bit and the Bank yeah. of England this week. They had their meetings. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the Fe I, I watched the press conference, not live, yeah. afterwards, uh, the recorded press conference. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> He proved, Jay Powell proved that they can't even think about raising rates. Right. And uh, the tapering is just a gimmick uh, <laughs> because he said they can change the amount of taper depending on how things work work out. Mm -hmm. And then yesterday, uh, the markets here in the UK expected the Bank of England to rate, rate raise rates from 0 0.1 to 0 0.2, and they didn't. Yeah. And, and the pound dropped like 2%, which is huge, mm -hmm. uh, or 1.5%. And uh, the price of gold uh, in pounds is breaking out, which is a good sign, I think. Mm -hmm. and, and even though the dollar is quite strong, gold is going up, which uh, is normal, in my opinion. Some people think that gold only goes up if the dollar is weak, but... Uh, uh, I think it's going to go up in all few currencies. So, yeah, I think that's the message for the week. Mm -hmm. uh, the central banks confirmed that <laughs> they can't stop inflating, even though they say they're fighting inflation. Yeah, I was um, I also listened to the replay or try to catch as much as I, if I could lie. But just once again, Sam Moore, the same thing. But it's interesting how. You know, the whole definition of it, of of, of uh, transitory, how they once again, you know, just all over the place trying to not actually define transitory to be held to it. So he bounced around a little bit. But the questions that were thrown out there, you know, really stumped him sometimes because he was saying the same thing over and over again, not giving much information. But once again, it's, it's the fact that he's, I guess, a, a lawyer in nature, nothing to do with the economic background. And he's in charge of the most. I guess, influential institution on the planet as far as the creator of currency as well as the World Reserve, Reserve currency issuer as well. So it's just so how much more of a, of a Ponzi scheme this is. But when it came to comes to interest rates, I saw that Poland actually uh, made some moves that caught people by surprise for whatever that's worth. But then also they've been also getting their weight up with gold. So I was actually looking at some of the rates here and, uh, you know, Poland went from uh, was about half a point up to a quarter, one, a point and a quarter or whatever. So. This is uh, quite interesting. But look at all these. Uh, <laughs> Turkey's at 16% interest rates. Belarus at 9.25. <laughs> yeah. The the thing about Poland, it is uh, in the European Union, but it doesn't use the euro. Uh, yeah. It uses the Sloty. Yeah. Sloty, Z-L-O-T-Y or Z-L-O. And uh, Brazil has been raising rates as well. Mm -hmm. um, and some other countries, mainly because they're not part of the... Uh, BIS upper echelon club yeah. where they manipulate the currencies for you with the uh, so they they need to protect their currencies because all these countries did a lot of uh, QE and a lot mm -hmm. of fiscal spending last year 
uh, and uh, they have to raise rates again because uh, their inflation is getting mm -hmm. out of control, their yeah. CPIs, and yeah. they're actually doing something about it. But in the US and the UK, they're let, letting inflation run. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, I think it's a very significant week in terms of the central banks. I think we're going to see from now a huge move in all the commodities. I, I think we've had a little bit of a pause here in mm -hmm. crude oil. And uh, I don't like to say it, but I think gold and silver are finally going to break out. Mm. And uh, one thing so, I noted, uh, yeah. if I just before I forget, uh, I, when I listened to that press conference, uh, Jay Powell, he was trying to justify keeping uh, rates, you know, almost at zero. Yeah, being patient. Uh, yeah, being patient because he said, you know, the labor market's still very weak. But looking back 50 years, we are at the lower bound of unemployment rate. Not that yeah. I believe in the unemployment rate, mm -hmm. but one thing that I thought was interesting, uh, even though he might have uh, looked a little bit flustered and nervous mm -hmm. by some of the questions is that no one asked him, uh, are you keeping interest rates low because you want to keep the stock market from collapsing? Yeah. Because that's what he's doing. It's not because he wants to create full employment. Yeah. <laughs> he's not creating stable prices, which are his two main mandates, stable prices and full employment. Uh, yeah. He's just using that as an excuse. He's not following the mandate right now because we have pretty much full employment. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I don't mean like that people are doing well, but by the statistics, we have full employment. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's been done. Uh, but we don't have stable prices right now. And, and right. he should be raising rates. But if he raised rates, the whole system would implode, the Correct. whole Ponzi scheme. And none of the uh, reporters asked that question because right. I would think they want to be back for the next uh, press conferences. Yeah. Now, so far, the whole taper wind down is set to, I guess, conclude in June or July. So that right there lets me know between now and that time frame, there's going to that the possibility of there being some type of uh, unforeseen event in, in the markets is probably very probable now. And then they're going to say. Everything was going fine. Of course, they used the whole Delta as excuse to, you know, while we were on track and then Delta. So between now and then, there'll be something else thrown our way that will need the, they'll step in and say, we tried, we attempted to, but yeah. Yeah. Maybe a climate, climate emergency. Ah, yeah. That's something we <laughs> haven't seen yet. Oh, yeah. Or once again, we're still talking about the, uh, the cyber pandemic. Exactly. So there's some type yeah. of, you know, event with the internet of power or something like that is going to come about. So, but in the meantime, you, so you feel that the activity right now on metals will be right now is this is a, a good bullish trend that will continue or will there be another event on Monday to bring it down or something like that? I was looking at the uh, charts and the mm -hmm. daily and weekly charts look okay, but the monthly charts starting to look good. Yeah. Uh, because it, like October was an up, up month. Mm-hmm. And uh, November looks like it's going to be like we're breaking the highs from October mm -hmm. or pretty near, near, you know, the highs from October. So it looks like we've got some long term momentum, yeah. which is good. And even though some people might argue that somewhere above 1900 is the key resistance mm -hmm. and above 30 for silver is like the uh, line line in the sand yeah uh, but there are some people who look at momentum like michael oliver mm -hmm. and he 
he has his levels a lot lower. So uh, we could see uh, some explosive moves uh, just above here. Yeah. But like you said, they could come in on Monday and bash it down again. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, yeah. I was surprised uh, because this morning on my uh, uh, in my video, I said, if I had to bet, I think I said, I think uh, gold is going to break 1800 today mm -hmm. and we might see stops. And uh, after I finished it, it went up to like 1800 and then it came down and then you had the non-farm number and it went down to 1785. Yeah. And I thought, well, I don't think we're going to go again. But the fact that we we're here relatively late in the day mm -hmm. and we are uh, up above 1800 and yeah. Uh, silver's fighting <laughs> around 24. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's uh, encouraging, I yeah. would say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for what it's worth, I, I'm definitely okay with that. But I anticipate some type of correction because, once again, they can't afford to lose control of just of those two metals in particular or more, more of their criminality will be, be exposed. But I want to uh, shift gears a little bit uh, towards the retirement concept. And so just those two articles – that uh, let me pull one of them up here, but on just you know, real simply on the, the UK side of things and how they're literally, as, as things are getting tight on their side, they're changing the rules of the game to where they're over basically overnight on Tuesday, they cut off a little threshold where they didn't allow people to uh, take their, I guess, their, their, their private uh, savings accounts and roll them into their pensions or, or vice versa, I think it was. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a little bit complicated. Uh, yeah. Because if you have a private pension, mm -hmm. and I, I I was able to take some of my, uh, I had a small private pension. I took some money out a couple of years ago when I turned 55. Yeah. But there's two kinds of uh, private pensions. I think defined benefit. And uh -huh. then there's the company uh, pension that is, they, they're, uh, you know, uh, you don't know how much you're going to get. It's a little bit technical. Yeah. But. Uh, it wasn't like uh, they didn't stop people from transferring from uh, like savings accounts, but mm -hmm. from other kind of pensions. Right. And, and uh, they were going to change the age for accessing private pensions from 55 to 57. But they're only going to do it in 2028. Yeah. But now they're using an excuse that there's too many people transferring it from other uh, kinds of pensions. to yeah. Beat this two year uh, extension. So what they've done, like I think it was midnight uh, on November 3rd, yeah. they just said, oh, we're going to stop it from 2028. It's from now. Right. Uh, so With no warning. Gonna have to, no warning. <laughs> With no warning. So, <laughs> uh, the lesson learned here is that, yes, I'm not saying people shouldn't have uh, some kind of pension if they want to have it, you know, uh, pensions that are regulated within the financial system. Because mm -hmm. you could think of... Uh, you know, your your home, uh, if you have a big home that you bought when you're younger and you still living it when you're older and your children are gone, you could still you could think that as a pension, because when you get older and you sell that, yeah, you can move into a smaller home and cash in some of the uh, uh, the profit, some of the, the value of the house, because in the UK, there's no uh, capital gains on your primary residence like mm -hmm. uh, in the States. So, but yeah, I'm not saying people shouldn't be in some kind of financial uh, pension like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, that has state rules, but that's what you have to uh, know that they can change the rules overnight. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I say it's important to be outside the system as well, 
maybe not completely. You might not want to be completely out of the system or you might not be able to get out completely, but have a little bit of uh, stuff that you can't see, you know, like uh, mm -hmm. physical gold and silver. And yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. One of the things I noticed about this article was that um, the, the time frame at which they're changing the rules of the game is increasing. And so everything that in this article and as well as the next one takes place within this decade. So why this decade? What are they trying to accomplish within this decade, which puts all these pensioners on uh, under pressure and they're, they're they're disincentivizing people to want to continue to save more just because of the uncertainty as to whether or not it's going to be paid out would be my biggest thing. Because I think between now and the end of this decade, according to the greater picture, they want to def definitely make sure people don't have as much stored away because they want people to access it now to be able to spend it now if possible, just to, 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 to get more currency in circulation and get people yeah. spending again. I think one of the reasons that the governments are broke. <laughs> yeah. So they're trying to get as much, uh, money as possible from the people. The uh, the reason the UK article mm -hmm. gives is that oh, there could be a lot of you know if people are transferring all the right. funds, they could get scammed. Uh, yeah, I mean that's <laughs> such a lame excuse. And then uh, also they said it's about putting pressure on just overall pension market itself. If people start now trying to, they had a heads up and they started trying to withdraw yeah, from that system. I, I, put yeah, pressure because the funds I, aren't there. <laughs> I think it's because, you know, they're trying to put it like in the uh, defined benefit, like private pension uh -huh. from the, the I think it was, I, I could be wrong, but it, it they were trying to get it from their like, uh, uh, because if you work for a big company, they pay into that. Yeah. And uh, those companies might have spent all the saving, you know, yeah. all the pensions uh, paying, you know, the uh, current uh retirees yeah and, and that's why they're saying oh slow down or else we don't have any money exactly you know, stop these people doing that and they use the excuse of oh they might be scammed by people outside the system yeah it's for your protection and then to <laughs> and then to go on this side of the waters as well it looks like uh within the whole build back better initiative there's also plans of rechanging the game as well which ultimately punishes savers of over 10 million dollars or so so once again we're always taught to save as much as you can to be able to last you your entire life or beyond but yet it doesn't look like that's a part of their plan so they're they're basically punishing people who have over uh 10 million or so saved in some of their vehicles and once again complicating things making it uh difficult to uh save and earn so they're basically saying you have to withdraw at a certain threshold so uh but then again the whole tax situation is going to be shady as well but so basically over the side as well, the, the rules of the games are changing and they're using this whole yeah. build back better plan as a way to do that, which basically saying you can't, you, there's a, there's a such thing now saving too much. You know what I'm saying? If you have yeah, over $2 I'm, million, I'm you're sure, saving too much. I'm, I'm sure Nancy Pelosi will be okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it just shows how they can change the rules. If you go, could you go back to that FT article towards the end? I'm going to show you something that Yeah. just go to the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Last right. paragraph. Yeah. The treasury, it says the treasury added that the new increase to 57 would not apply to members of certain un uh, uniform public service schemes. Uh-huh. Right. So <laughs> people who work for the government, that's not going to impact affect them. They can still do it at 55. Why is, you know, yeah, uh, the private <laughs> sector is always screwed. Right. So I would say those same rules would apply to what's also happening here, because I also saw some tweets <laughs> saying that 
uh, government government officials have a different uh, spin on their words as well. They have some loopholes and some backdoor outlets type of thing still that's going to be included in this bill that nobody's really discussed yet. So I'd imagine the same thing is, is key here. But then another thing that will change topics is that uh, the same time frame here, I want to say 2028 was also thrown in here as mm-hmm. one of the time frames for some things as well. So uh, here we go. We got December. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. 2028. So 2028 is something that they both have come together as an ideal time frame to make sure people don't surpass a certain threshold of currency in their savings account. They want people to start withdrawing it sooner. So uh, just more play into what's uh, happening behind the scenes, man. Actually, uh, here they don't want people to withdraw it sooner. They want people to wait another two years. Yeah. And, but uh, And oh. I think it's because some of the and I could be wrong. Some people might want to comment some mm-hmm. of the, uh, you know, uh, company pensions might be underwater mm-hmm. <laughs> and they don't want people transferring from from those to like the private ones where they can withdraw at 55. Yeah. But yeah, in the U.S., I think it's more a matter that they want to uh, tax those wealthy uh, retirement uh, accounts over mm-hmm. 10 million. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. Yeah. And, and getting them and getting those people having to withdraw sooner for taxation yeah. purposes. Yeah. yeah. For taxation purposes. Um, and then speaking in of the which. UK, in the U.K., I guess it could be something more to do with the the Ponzi schemeness of the yeah. whole thing. <laughs> Uh, so let's uh, jump over to another subject matter as well. So and then also anybody have any thoughts or comments or questions, feel free to throw it out in the chat. We'll touch on them. But then it uh, looks like uh, some of the numbers are being mm. revealed as having been fraudulent from the jump. And so <laughs> Italian Institute of Health just drastically reduces its official, this whole pandemic uh, death toll number. And it's a, a very significant mm. number, to say the least. 97 uh, i mean yeah it's amazing <laughs> I, I think we people a lot of people were talking about that last year mm-hmm. they're saying uh a lot of these uh you know fatalities yeah is it uh with or of it wasn't right. clear and people speculated but they were called conspiracy theorists but yeah. this article though uh i think it uh was hidden i saw it on twitter mm-hmm. but they hid it and they said that it, it was there's something wrong with it but there's nothing wrong with it right <laughs> it's like facts from the italian i think uh where is it italian uh higher institute of health you know yeah. So we got uh, 130,000 initially reported when everything was crazy and chaotic and, and the media was pumping mass fear until down now to 3,700 people. And then uh, once again, I'm assuming you probably can even yeah. find that more because it says about those that had already, in, you know, one of yeah. one to five pre-existing conditions. I think in the are, U.S. they're using the amount, uh, the equivalent to 750,000. Yeah. So if you do the same exercise, it's uh, not not very many deaths. <laughs> And not at all, but it is well, what it is. Now we've got we've got a Pfizer pill, so everything's great, right? Oh, no, you saw the Merck, the Merck pill. <laughs> no, there's a Pfizer pill now that came out today. Are there for another one? Okay, I thought the Merck. So I saw the UK. I think the UK approved the Merck pill. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, no, but there's a big headline today. Was the Pfizer pill? Oh man, these cats well. are competing. Yeah, <laughs> what's going to be a nut dang thing would be the so, question. I guess they're trying to compete with. Uh, I don't know if I can say the the name of that medicine starts with an i v r i v e r oh okay so i see here and once again it's it's oh, not what it is the, pfizer's been the big news today yeah 
okay, so yeah, and I saw. Oh, oh, I saw Moderna shares were down yesterday. I, I assume they're they're having uh, issues with yeah. competing with Pfizer. <laughs> And so mm-hmm. I'm. Just, I don't even. Yeah, I try to. I don't pay attention to that stuff as much. Yeah, man. I know. I, I, I'm not planning to take any Pfizer pills either. <laughs> well, on another note, it looks like uh, U.S. companies. So Biden basically just re just they, they just they, they mentioned this whole mandate stuff. Was it a month ago, two months ago? But now they've yeah. brought OSHA into it, which is the only thing different from what is already out there, and the severity of the fines. But how do you, how do you want to bring back our country and get things going when you're gonna have mass yeah. un- unemployment as a result of all this? Doesn't make yeah. sense. I, Not meant to make sense. Uh, now they're, <laughs> I mean, I guess uh, this disease is really clever because it can wait until next year after the Christmas shopping season, <laughs> right? So that's what they're talking about here, right? Yeah, that they're gonna. <laughs> so and that's also it's gonna it's gonna force larger institutions or larger companies to make that decision whether or not they're going to pay them those real fines or they're going to reduce their yeah. overall headcount to just 99 or, or something like that. They're going to lay, lay off a lot of people, yeah. shift responsibilities onto oh, yeah. 99. Yeah, 99, yeah. They I, keep. I guess uh, if if uh, we were, if I was in the States, uh, it wouldn't apply to Billy and I. We're only two, two employees. <laughs> <laughs> but then another thing, I saw a tweet that uh, somebody put out there uh, and it says they're literally weaponizing every single agency against us. You know, all mm-hmm. these IRS, FDA, CDC, OSHA, whatever. So it's, it's, it does, looks like the case as well. Turn yeah, it into I mean, uh, the uh, IRS was created. Uh, I think it was, uh, they had some kind of IRS during the civil war mm-hmm. and then they, they went dormant and then they put it back to life uh, in 1913 Right. which is uh, when the Federal Reserve was created because in a fiat currency uh, system, you yeah. need uh, a strong taxing authority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the whole place of the whole, you know, inflation aspect. You know, you need to, as you pump it out there, you need a way to draw it back in and it happened to be from the yeah. people who work for it, depend upon it. And uh, so on another note, uh, let's talk a little bit about the the, the crypto space. We cannot, oh, cannot yeah. not talk about that. And yeah. so uh, you brought this to my attention about Bitcoin Cash pumping due to, uh, uh, I guess, a Kroger hack or glitch or something like that. <laughs> but it looks like on the Kroger website, you know, somebody hacked into their system and announced that they'll be accepting Bitcoin Cash. <laughs> and then Kroger came out and announced it as being a fake. It was a hack. And so it's like, man, like Bitcoin Cash was Litecoin a couple of weeks ago. So the question is, who's doing all this uh, this hacking to promote and, and promote these coins before they dump? And I'm not sure if it's the crypto space itself. I would imagine it's uh, some, I ain't gonna say government entities, but I don't know. Just more, more people to more, know, yeah. drive more, drive more fans into this space to get them all excited before they dump this thing. Yeah, I, I think uh, I was talking to you before we started that uh, uh, I'm not against cryptos or the blockchain. I think it, the future is going to be very bright. Yeah, uh, but uh, like with the internet, we had the uh, a huge bubble in the mm-hmm. mid mid 90s to uh early 2000s uh, mm-hmm. anything with dot com uh it, you could have like a let's say a billy dot com <laughs> and uh it would be valued at billions and then it all collapsed yeah and uh it uh took a lot of people away from the internet and a lot of uh 
you know, I remember Amazon collapsed mm. as well. But mm. if you had stayed uh, with Amazon and even bought more shares, mm. you'd be doing really well now. So I think that's what people need to be careful with. When you see mayors as well, you show yeah. me their mayors saying they yeah. want to get paid in Bitcoin. Uh, and you're getting the CFTC to get investors also, uh, private and, you know, normal investors into Bitcoin. You yeah. have to be a little bit skeptical. I'm not saying we're going to collapse now, but I, I think we, it could be dangerous. And uh, that's why uh, the exposure I have to uh, uh, the blockchain and cryptocurrencies, uh, I'm not going to change it and I'm going to mm -hmm. stay with it no matter what. But yeah. uh, people chasing uh, quick profits, they need to be careful. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And that's it's just interesting how more mayors as well as even even just uh, I think yes or two days ago, the con some congressmen talked about uh, the need to have actual spot uh, Bitcoin ETF. And so that right there puts pressure on the SEC and all the regulators to actually either listen or not. And so they're real excited about BTC. And it's amazing how American politicians are excited rather than it's coming together and doing something to counter the Fed, edit the Fed, remove the Fed or do something like that. They're trying to, I guess, bring in another alternative. Why not just deal yeah. with the main issue, which happens to well, be the Federal Reserve note? Yeah, and, and the uh, United States has a, a great monetary system uh, in, in its constitution. It's called gold and silver. Right, right. So, so <laughs> uh, why don't they go back to the constitution? It's very right. simple. But now, wouldn't it be great? If there would be some uh, some some politicians, some mayors, or somebody like that somebody like that had talked about wanting to get paid in silver or in gold directly, like yeah, wanting to get yeah. paid in actual money itself, and yeah. never make headlines, but it would be very yeah. entertaining to see how that might uh, you know generate more interest in the actual metals itself. Well, that could be we'll a, a sign of the top, you know, of what or uh, of uh, of what of of, of the what? precious metals when you start hearing. You know, <laughs> things like that, because I think uh, there is a song, is it Private Dancer no. by Tina Turner? Private and uh, I think it was in the late 70s, uh -huh. uh, early 80s. Yeah. It? Let's see, Private Dancer, when did she? Uh, 1984. And uh -huh. I think uh, at the time, people were still concerned about the dollar because, you know, gold had gone up to like 900 in 1980. Yeah. Uh, and I think she says Deutschmark or dollars, you know, and stuff like that. But yeah. There was also, I think, uh, another uh, famous uh, comedian actress in the, mm -hmm. she wanted to only get paid in Krugerrands. And that was like in 1979, 1980. And really? that was right, right towards the top of the precious metals market. So mm -hmm. when you get mayors like that, uh, I don't know if that mayor of New York is a Democrat or we I think he is. Uh, Democrat, yeah, yeah, I think he is, yeah. Oh, so, and especially, yeah, if you have a Democrat mayor saying he wants to get paid in Bitcoin, then you have to be a little bit concerned about the price action. I would yeah. say. Yeah. Speaking of which, let's uh, let's get uh, some questions. I did see some thoughts out there. Uh, let me see. Let me see. We got uh, David Phillips says, "What will be the purchasing power of silver in 2022?" <laughs> uh, the purchasing power of silver, and it all depends Versus upon. Yeah, versus fiat. So versus right now, an ounce of silver, depending on what it, what you paid for it, and I, and I guess uh, between now and then we'll see what the spot price is. But you'll be able to take those same same amount of silver, and then if you wanted to redeem it back in a fiat, and that'll give you what you'll be able to purchase at that time. I don't I don't see gold and silver really. Well, we'll see. But I, between now and next year, I don't see it. 
I hope it does, but I don't see it taking off to the moon in the way that the crypto space would. So whatever you pay for it now, you'll have that then plus a little bit some on top of that would be my guess. Yeah, I mean, it over the long term, it has done well in the last 20 yeah. years. I know that it depends which period you take, but uh, I would say the purchasing power of silver will be higher versus fiat currencies, like you said, uh, Mike, and uh, probably also versus other uh, commodities because the a lot of commodities have over uh, outperformed silver mm -hmm. in the last year. Yeah. And another thing is next year is still early in this whole, you know, wealth destruction scheme of them destroying the actual fiat currency. So it's like insurance. It's like an insurance policy. You don't want to collect on it next year. You wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to you know, cash it in next year if you could. So literally it's nothing you would want to touch until this system com probably completely unravels. And then you'll have a better uh, you have a better viewpoint as to what it's really worth in terms of what you can buy at that point. But yeah, uh, it's just know. like people using BTC now want to, you know, use their BTC for purpose uh, purchases. I'm like, why? Like, you don't spend fiat. Like, that's what you want to get rid of. Like, I don't understand the point in, in spending any of that when it's definitely going to go up in fiat terms. So, but uh, everybody do their thing differently. So, um, I saw another question out here. <laughs> I think from uh, LBP. Let me see where it's at. Uh, some oh, said something about low blood pressure. <laughs> yeah, it was something about uh, the jab and content creators or something like that. Uh, when will when will they start uh, requiring content creators to do the jab? Of which I, I do see that coming at some point. Uh, I can't find. Bar, I don't know bar light at. bar light broker. Uh, he's asking Matt, Mike and Mary. Do either of you plan on getting a gold chain soon? Yeah, he's a he's a gold chain guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I'm chain. not. The only jewelry I have is my wedding ring, which is actually it, it's not silver; it's white gold. Yeah. There you go. That's it. Uh, so I actually, actually, uh, months and months ago, I actually got a gold chain, <laughs> and, I, and I, I wore it on a show one time. Or what about maybe you can Google and get an image of that Indian guy who had a gold shirt? Do you remember? Oh it? yeah, I, I, and I saw. I, I want to say that guy passed away. Or got yeah, killed. he did. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think someone stole his shirt. Oh my goodness, that was a it was a twenty four karat mm. shirt. Like that was a little much. Mm. That goes to show how much they love their gold. Uh, what else? Let me see any more questions out here. Uh, I see. Uh, let me say you can. Uh, da, 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 I don't know if I see any more questions. Are right, the question is, uh, what can what what can crypto do when power goes out? Good point. Uh, Not much. It will. It will still be around. Yeah, it'll still be so, on a ledger, but it won't. You won't be able to access yeah. it. Yeah, I, I mean, power won't go out forever, so it will come back. And you know what? And on top of that, uh, with some of the CBCs, I think it was uh, Nigeria. I was doing a Nigeria Inera, and they were talking about being able to, to actually do transactions offline. I don't know how they figured it out, but I would assume for the CBDC sake, they will still want to be able to have that those type of capabilities in case they deliberately pull the electrical plug or something like the internet goes yeah. down. Because that will mess up their plans uh, big time. It will only it won't only be Bitcoin that you won't be able to use if the power goes down for a week or two. Yeah. You won't be able to access your online banking or probably or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, unless you're yeah, I'm not sure. You know, so uh, one thing that would work would be uh, silver and cash. Yeah. Paper paper money would work. Yeah. And a lot of people don't carry paper money that that much anymore. So yeah, that's probably why it's good to have a little bit spare even you know fiat trash around right 
Right. It's the emergency, emergency, emergency pile. Uh, here's a question here from an alternative. It says, question, please. Could you guys discuss how the Fed is a separate entity independent of the gov? How can gov grant the right to print currency and buy enough assets to a private entity? Yeah. yeah. That's what people have been asking uh, for 108 years. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people. Uh, I, I mean, the Fed, uh, the uh, regional, 12 regional banks are privately owned. Mm -hmm. uh, but the Federal Reserve uh, Board in Washington, D.C. is like a government agency. So it's like a hybrid. And uh, if you look at the uh, uh, the Federal Reserve note, it's actually uh, uh, printed by the Bureau of Engraving, which is mm -hmm. a government entity. And, yeah. and it's stamped by the United States Treasury even though it's called the Federal Reserve note. It's what the Federal Reserve note, I guess, yeah. goes to the uh, Treasury. It's it's quite, they, they made it really complicated. So people would, but uh, there's an old saying, you know, the Federal Reserve is not federal. <laughs> and it's not, it, it says federal as Federal Express, and it yeah. doesn't have any reserves. Yeah, and then uh, speaking of which, I remember just there's so many, thoughts on the, the images as well as yeah, the, the, the signatures here note there and then it says u.s treasury and it's signed by the secretary of the treasury and the treasurer of Oops. the united states so yeah it, uh, it, it's just a very misleading uh promissory note i would say exactly but we've been in, it's been ingrained into our psyche to uh as our primary use of money and everything else that's what we call money up until this point wow. so should be it's a currency, currency really technically right exactly but people wouldn't really think about it that vince grant appreciate your man said is there a future date you think silver and gold will break loose future date what do you think mario uh yeah i mean it's it looks like it's doing it today you know gold is up 23 dollars almost 21 dollars right now so i think we're very close it could be in the month of november Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I've been very patient, so I try not to uh, get too bogged down in the fiat price, even though I do follow it. And yeah. sometimes it's frustrating. You, you, uh, the best way to ha uh, deal with this is to think, what's the alternative? Do I really want to uh, convert my gold into uh, a credit uh, instrument right. and uh, lend money to the bankers? Because that's what you're doing when you... Uh, get out of gold or silver and you go into Federal Reserve notes or Bank of England notes or Euro notes or Australian, you know, F Reserve Bank of Australia notes. They're just promissory notes. So that's the way I, I try to uh, stay the course. Yeah. Same here. Same here as well. And that's where I, I yeah, I, I'm OK with holding off as long as possible on our price taking off just because there's no such thing like you, you can never ha have too much save. You can never have too much weight. So like yes, when when uh, Fed Powell was talking, when he got done, I'm like, I felt inspired to go get my weight up. You know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> after he got done talking, I'm like, yeah, this is not going well. Let me go ahead. So when it got some more ounces, I'm like, OK, well, the more the, the more the better to me. So because you're actually saving some real but here's lbp's question here <laughs> and of course i'm sure he's being funny with it but yeah we don't have to read the question we can see it. Yeah. uh I, I think it's a uh, uh december 7th uh low blood pressure Pearl harbor, <laughs> <Pearl> harbor day <laughs> oh, no. oh man what else we got going on here so oh we got uh, i don't see any more questions here 
but uh what's uh so what's coming up we got uh what a month and a half or so left of this year what do you foresee what's what is there anything you foresee oh i i think uh next week uh i think on thursday we get cpi and i was reading uh mm. rafi faber's uh end game investor mm -hmm. uh, and he said that uh, a lot of the uh owner occupied rates which they mm -hmm. use for the cpi yeah, uh, they're still counting as if uh, rents have gone up really not that much. Mm -hmm. You think that's going to go into the CPI? So he expects CPI to, to still be a problem. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, the Federal Reserve is behind the curve. All the central banks are behind the curve. Uh, and uh, I, I saw uh, a headline today in the FT. I didn't read the story, but the headline said it all. Uh, JP Morgan revises uh china growth uh for the fifth time since june <laughs> so uh you know if china's slowing down like that and i'm sure they're going to revise it down for the sixth time soon the yeah. whole world is slowing down and i think uh the uh evergrande and the real mm. estate bubble in china yeah. is unraveling and uh yeah there's going to be trouble not just for china uh i, I think the uh, u.s economy is slowing down Mm -hmm. The uh, UK economy is slowing down. I saw European uh, EU uh, retail sales are lower than expected. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we had some good <laughs> statistics for non-farm payroll today, the jobs data. But yeah. th those are all uh, tinkered with. And, and uh, they don't count how many people are working. They do a survey and they extrapolate. And I yeah. saw they revised the previous two months the non yeah. <laughs> a lot higher. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're cooking how, the books on us, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, despite it, it, that, we're still at zero rates, you know, if everything is great. Right. And so that, that, that's going to show the line on all, for, all fronts. As I said from my tweet earlier, all the government agencies are in on it now, as well as cooking the books to literally trying to buy as much time as possible before this ship come crashing down, man. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah, enjoy it while it lasts, man. I think this holiday season is going to be interesting because if they don't have the type of uh, 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 sales that they need to continue to sell that narrative, if people don't have confidence to go out and spend or the shelves aren't fully stocked, as some of the pitches I see are the case, then there's going to be some issues. How do you hide that? Like, what do you come out with? And that's why I'm anticipating, you know, whether whether these bills pass or not, we'll see. But then again, the debt issue, debt selling issue. December third, oh, that, that, that's yeah. I, I, so I've forgotten about that. They're yeah. so focused on those packages, the climate package and the other pack and the Build Back yeah. Better package. They're not even talking about the deck. So that's going to be another issue. And they're playing that good guy, bad guy in in, uh, in 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 DC. So we'll see. You know, if they let something collapse or if they happen to kick the can further until next year. But so much stuff happening, man. It's uh, very entertaining. Yeah. I, I must say. Yeah. Um, plus, uh, the other thing is. This climate thing as well, they could use that as an excuse for some yeah. kind of event. Uh, there's a lot that can happen, and they they might need another crisis because it, it feels like, uh, you know, for the Bank of England not to raise rates, even though they're almost at zero, mm -hmm. uh, for the Fed to be really reticent about being more hawkish. Uh, I think there's a problem out there in the uh, that we don't know of in the right. financial system. Right. And it's all to do with uh, the economy slowing down with people uh, walking off. You know, they yeah. don't want to uh, be mandated to do anything. And that's creating a lot of problems, I think. Yeah. And I wonder as a result and, of that. And, and an uncertainty. Sorry. 
because yeah. uncertainty is a, a really dampener on on markets and economies if you don't have uncertainty if you yeah. don't have certainty sorry right and then at the and along with that that uh biden just officially nominated that one cast Kazganistani and you know young lady to come in and of course if she it, you know i doubt she i doubt she gets nominated or she's gonna get nominated i doubt she gets approved but we'll see but if she does get approved she's already laid out the game plan as to what she wants to do roll all the commercial style. banking accounts into yeah. the fed accounts and then at that point that will that be the official rollout of the federal 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 uh federal reserves uh, version of the cbdc because that, that puts you know all the accounts of the u.s into the hands of the fed the way that they wanted to go so we'll see so that could be this winter or spring yeah that that's the out. uh the cashless society isn't it yeah i, I saw that uh, boris johnson tweeted in glasgow at that cop 26 mm -hmm. he said oh we need to work on the climate on cash and some other stuff you know what do you mean work on cash does that i think it means that they want to get rid of it yeah because it's much easier to control people if they don't have cash. The other thing it does, it gives the bankers, uh, and that's before if if they don't go CBDC straight away, mm -hmm. uh, every transaction the bankers will get seniorage. You know, seniorage mm. is something that the uh, sovereign government, sovereign state gets when they issue the currency. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. the U.S. Mint is supposed to get a little when you take when you could take a, an ounce of gold to the treasury and they minted a, a double eagle for you mm -hmm. they would take one percent of the gold that you gave them yeah that's because they have to you know they they have to pay their cost yeah their cost that's called seniorage but when the cashless society uh the the state loses uh seniorage mm -hmm. and the bankers control they get the seniorage so uh they don't even have to lend us money just us spending mm. money around yeah they'll get a cut you know like when you use your card yeah um so, <laughs> dude boy says mario needs to get uh, billy a gold collar <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, i'd man. rather get, get billy a, a special glasses where he could see through says you guys remember george soros breaking the bank of england i do i, I actually <laughs> do because uh low blood pressure i i i came to the u to england in uh uh just in the beginning of september 1992. Mm -hmm. uh i was uh working in switzerland i was offered a job and i i was going to start my job in september i started my job in september 92 in the in the city of london mm -hmm. and uh two or three weeks later the british pound uh collapsed out of the uh, the european rate mechanism erm mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. they're trying it was the precursors to the euro and yeah it was george soros who uh shorted the british pound he, he apparently he made a billion dollars but i i remember it well because when i moved here i uh, negotiated my salary or uh, based on the exchange rate at the time one pound was two francs 40. Mm -hmm. and uh after that it, it went like i think below two so i thought wow i just got screwed here mm -hmm. you know because i was earning uh you know now i'm earning a lot less swiss francs yeah than i thought <laughs> so i do remember it Oh man. Uh, well, we about uh, what was it about forty minutes or so. So you get ready to wind down. 
as always, mm-hmm. it's good to connect, touch on a lot of yeah. good issues. So we we'll, we got a lot of stuff to cover. We'll keep our eyes on the days ahead. We'll see. But in the meantime, while you're able to continue to you know get your weight up and uh, definitely uh, brace for impact as something gives eventually, because we know they're lying to us. They've been lying to us from day one. So mm-hmm. best you can do is you know get your weight up, prepare it in all fa- forms of fashion, and uh, yeah, enjoy the day to day aspect, man. But uh, Mario. Any, any thoughts on how to uh, conclude this uh, discussion? Any, you know, what's your plans for the weekend? Anything worthwhile or what? Yeah, I, I like to say that yesterday I went to uh, one of our friend's 50th birthday and uh, her daughter went to school with uh, our daughter. And uh, she was there, her daughter and uh, some of her friends and, and another uh, girl that went to school with my daughter. And uh, I, surprisingly, I found out that she's into coins and numismatics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and uh, she's like quite young. And mm-hmm. one of the boyfriends said, oh, I want to buy silver. I said, really? You know, so I, I think it's encouraging. And even though he said I'm looking at Bitcoin as well, but I like mm-hmm. silver and gold. Yeah. So what I learned from <laughs> going out yesterday and having a nice time and talking to younger people is that they're they're clued up you know mm-hmm. because most people think oh young people they they don't want to know about gold or coins or silver but it seems like they do yeah yeah that's true so that's true hopefully more people come to that realization because they're being steered towards the digital side of things so uh, yeah it's probably nothing wrong with having both interesting and I, I started talking to one of them and uh, about the whole monetary system and he was really interested yeah and then so, speaking of which I, I didn't know this but Dubois says remember uh the 5th of november oh, yeah. is silver raid i didn't know anything about that so interesting there so i and i definitely yeah. had here, you know, here I, 5th of november is like the uh it's a big uh historical date uh, mm-hmm. 416 years ago uh they tried to blow up parliament a guy fox and his mm-hmm. uh uh, a few other guys yeah. so we have a lot of fireworks tonight <laughs> and uh we we burned the guy you know guy fox uh-huh. so uh yeah they try to burn parliament so it's a big day here 5th of november but i, I don't remember uh is st bullion doing on a 5th of november I, I have no idea i don't know yeah. i haven't checked yeah <laughs> yeah so I, I've, I've dialed back on on buying online i just prefer to just you know save myself a couple of dollars by going to my local people so uh mm. just you know get more bang for my buck locally and of course there's no no eyes and ears you know overseeing that transaction primarily but anyway um but yeah so everybody appreciate you guys hanging out with us as always uh have a great weekend be blessed be safe and we'll see you guys next week and other than that, Manico64 on YouTube, if you get it, if you get it know already. And, of course, Rethinking a Dollar if you're new to the channel as well. But anyway, be blessed, be safe. See you guys later. Peace.